0: You're listening to the Sojourner Podcast, a podcast from Sojourner Church in Concord, North Carolina. If you'd like a little bit more information about Sojourner, visit www.sojourner.church. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and dive into this week's message. The word that I want to bring you guys today is that hope is contagious. Now, unquestionably, the most talked about thing on our planet today is this four-letter word that nobody likes to hear anymore. COVID with a dash and the number 19. It's unquestionably, You you can't get an email, you can't get a phone call, you can't get a text message, you can't watch the TV, you can't watch YouTube, you can't even, well, maybe you can watch Tiger King. Let me know if you're watching Tiger King out there. Let me know if you're watching Tiger King. What's the name of the characters? What's the name of the guy, Jordan? Joe Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Exotic. Let me know if you're enjoying Joe Exotic out there. I've heard so many talk about Tiger King. Let me know if you're watching Tiger King out there. But we are going to talk about today how do we stop spreading this idea of fear. You know, the only thing that is more contagious than this virus today. The only thing that's more contagious than this virus is a four letter word itself. It's an F word. It's not that F word, but it's an F word. It's fear. The only thing more contagious out there than this virus is fear. The stock market's dropping. The schools are closed till May 15th. Businesses are shut down. We've been ordered to shelter in place. We've been mandated to have this thing called social distancing. We even have our president saying, I don't even want you to shake hands anymore, people. Like, I reject that in the name of Jesus. I can't wait till I can hug somebody. I can't wait till I can dap somebody up. I can't wait till somebody slaps me on the back. I cannot wait for that. We've been told to work from home if we can. We've been told that we can have no more than ten people. And I want to let you know, we only have five other people in the room today. We've got six. That's it. Our churches are empty, and God forbid I need another digital amen on this. God forbid there is no more toilet paper, no more. It's all gone. It's been magically like disappeared. You can't get toilet paper anywhere. The idea is this, is that fear is contagious and I understand it. Like legit y'all, I understand it. I was at a conference when this COVID-19 was just first starting to hit the the US shores. And I was at a conference with 5,000 people from all over the planet. I was also at Disney World a couple days from people all over the planet. And on Thursday, I'm sorry, yeah, Friday, no, Friday, the day we were flying back, I started getting a cough. And about 6 o'clock, I started feeling really bad. I started feeling like I have a fever, and we had just gotten off the plane. I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, have I infected all these people on the plane? Am I infected? I haven't seen my kids in a week. Am I going to get them infected? We literally called uh, their grandmother and said, listen, we want you to keep them one more night because I need to go get tested. I need to make sure that I don't have this virus that everybody is talking about. I was thinking to myself, what if I am a carrier? Think about that. And and I'm sure all of us, it's allergy season out there and people are coughing and their throats are sore and, and everybody's thinking, what if I've got the deadly disease? What if I'm a carrier? And listen, I want you to hear this You all are carriers. Every single person out there is carrying. The question that I have for you today is the thing that you're carrying worth catching? Is the thing that you're carrying? You're all carrying something. Is it fear? Is it doubt? Is it worry? Or is it hope? Is what you're carrying worth catching? Paul writes to the believers in this city called Thessalonica. He writes to them these words out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. He says this. He's writing to these people. He says, we always thank God for all of you, and we pray for you constantly. So he's thinking about them, and he's telling them, he's praying for them, and he says, as we pray to our God and our Father about you, we think of these three things. And this is what I want for our church today. Like, even though we can't meet, even though we can't go out as much as possible, these are the three things that I want our church to be known for in the midst of this crisis. He says, I think of these three things. I think of your faithful work. I think of your loving deeds. And I think of the enduring hope. Now, they were facing enormous persecution when he writes this letter to them and he says, I want you to know that I'm thinking of these three things, your faithful work, your loving deeds, and your enduring hope because of this one person, not because of your hope in President Trump, not because of your hope in Nancy Pelosi, not because of your hope in Steve Mnuchin, not in your hope that the fact that the stimulus bill is coming, not in any of those things, that you have enduring hope because of this one person and his name is our Lord and Savior jesus christ hope is contagious y'all hope is contagious hope is contagious he writes in verse five he says for when we brought you this good news and the gospel is good news the fact that jesus was a man that he lived on this earth that he suffered at the hands of his creation that he died on a cross And that he rose from the grave. That is the greatest news that anybody could ever say. He says, for when we brought you this good news, it wasn't with only words. It wasn't just the words that we said. It wasn't just that. He says, but it's also with power. He says, we brought you good news. And I want you to imagine this for a second. Imagine tomorrow Trump gets up in front of his news conference. and He says, we've got a cure like legit we've got a cure and we're going to start dispensing it tomorrow everybody would go stinking crazy because that is good news and how quickly would that news spread would it take two weeks would it take two months or would it take two minutes with the press of one twitter button it would take two minutes with one press of one twitter button that says we have a cure guys in the name of Jesus, we have a cure. Press your Twitter button. We have a cure. Can I tell you this good news out of Mark chapter 2 verse 17 that Jesus says that I didn't come for healthy people? I didn't come for healthy people. I came for sick people. I didn't come for righteous people. I came for sinners. So if you're unhealthy out there, if you're a sinner like I was and still am, Jesus is coming for you. He wants you. He loves you. He has a cure, and it's not just a physical cure. It's a spiritual cure. It's hope in the midst of darkness. It's peace in the middle of a storm. I can tell you guys right right now, I have been scared. I have been worried, but I have not lost sleep. Because I have peace that God is going to take care of myself. He's going to take care of the ones that I love. He's going to take care of me. Why? Because I have peace, and I want each and every one of us to have that same kind of peace. Are you carrying that kind of hope? Again, I just want to say it. You're carrying something. Every single one of us is carrying something. The question that I need to ask, the question that I want you to ponder today is what you have worth spreading. They say that COVID-19 is twice as likely to be uh, spread than the flu. I don't know what the mortality rate and all those things are, but it's highly contagious. And I want to let you know that the attitude that you have is highly contagious. Is the attitude that you have, the hope that you have, worth spreading? Paul goes back on in verse 8 and he says this. And he says, and now. So he talks about he's remembering their faithful works, their loving deeds, and their enduring hope and that he preached this good news and the good news didn't just come with power or did this come with words. It came with power. And then he says in verse 8, he says, and now the word of the lord is ringing out it's ringing out just like if somebody put on twitter hashtag we have a cure it would ring out it says and now the word of the lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere they didn't have twitter they didn't have social media they didn't have any of those things the only thing that they had was feet and a voice and letters. And literally it says because of the power of the gospel the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere. Beyond Macedonia, beyond Achaia for wherever we go we find people telling us about your faith. Man, that's what I want for all of us. I want that when I hear, that I hear people talking about the enduring hope of the church, of the people of God, that during this time we stepped up because this is worth spreading. Hope is worth spreading. Think about this. When Jesus raised a little girl from the dead, Matthew nine twenty six says, news of this spread all throughout that region. When Jesus cast out an evil spirit in Mark chapter 1, verse 21, it said that news about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. When God used the disciples to do miracles in Acts chapter 6, verse 7, it says, So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly that when good news spreads, good things happen. I know you know this already. Fear is contagious. But so is faith. Your faith is contagious. Like I'm trying to look like right in the camera lens because I don't know who I'm talking to right now. I understand that fear is contagious. But your faith is more contagious. Your hope is more contagious. And today I declare over each and every one of you, hear me, I'm declaring that you are a faith spreader, a spreader of faith, a love giver, and a hope dealer. You are a faith spreader. Spread the faith of Jesus, love giver. Go and be generous and share the love of Christ in tangible ways and be a hope dealer, a dealer of hope. Jesus didn't say go into your homes and hide the rest of your light. He told us to go and shine. Matthew chapter 5 verses 14, let our light shine before men. So if we can't gather physically, like I don't know how long this is going to last. I'm tired of this. Like it's awesome in so many ways, but I cannot wait till I see the people of God, the saints of God in one room, singing praises all together. I'm longing for that. I'm longing. But until that time comes, we have to make the most of what we have. So we will gather digitally because you know what? We have an opportunity right now to spread the hope of Jesus Christ in a way that has never humanly seen before. Last week, the church broke down the internet literally that so many streams were going on that they broke the internet so here's what i need you to be i need you to be digital evangelist i need you to follow i need you to comment i need you to share i need you to invite because here's the thing right here's the thing jesus is calling us and he says that you will know that you are my disciples when you hoard bottled water and hoard teepee, right no Or when you uh, huddle up and, and fear only for your safety, no. When you spread fear and anxiety, no, none of those things. Jesus will know that we are his disciples when we help tutor kids in the midst of this crisis. Because all of our teachers are trying to figure out how to go online for all of our kids. How we run errands for those who are compromised, who are sick, who are old. When we say, here I am, send me. Whenever we partner with local ministries to do whatever is needed possible. Like literally there's a person in our church right now that's trying to figure out a way to 3D print masks for hospital workers. When we do things like that, when we provide child care for our hospitals. Jesus says in John chapter 13, verse 35, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Today, you are a faith spreader, a love giver, and a hope dealer. We've got hope. That no virus can ever kill we've got hope that no virus can ever kill and maybe today you're thinking I just can't wait for things to go back to normal I'm hoping for way more than that I'm hoping that this creates a new normal because normal is comfortable selfish spiritually safe spiritually lukewarm but I'm believing that this is going to be a wake-up call for us as the church opportunity in the midst of an obstacle the opportunity to look at a mountain and create a tunnel that goes right through that sucker we have an opportunity like ever before to be a faith spreader a love giver and a hope dealer because our hope is way more contagious and that hope can kill a virus in the midst of something that's trying to spread fear It's time for us as a church to unite, to stand together, to stand strong, to stand boldly. As a matter of fact, it's just time for us as the church to shine. So I'm asking you, how can you go out and shine today? Is it to take food to somebody? Is it to volunteer at a local homeless shelter? Is it to make masks out of bras? Like I saw that, people are making masks for hospital workers out of bras. People are finding all kinds of ways to do their part. So church, we can't hide up in our houses. We've got to find new ways to innovate, to reach people, to do whatever it takes short of sin, to show people the light of Jesus Christ. Will you do your part? Like that's a real question. It's not just a sermon question. Like I'm asking you to consider the question, will you Do your part. My hope is not in our government, although I support all of our local leaders. My hope is not in our doctors, although I am so very thankful for all that they are doing. All the sacrifices that they're making. Our nurses, any medical worker out there. My hope's not in them. I'm thankful, so thankful. Don't hear me uh, twisted. I'm so thankful. My hope is not in our spiritual leaders around the world. My hope is in one person. My hope is in Jesus Christ. He's my living hope. Jesus. Jesus. I will be a faith spreader. I will be a hope dealer. I will be a love giver, and I'm challenging you to be the same. Father, in Jesus' name I pray. I pray. Use this word, God, the benefit of all of your people. That people may trust in the name of Jesus in this dark time. That thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people will come to a saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are my living hope. You are my living hope. I need you, God, in this moment. I know others need you. Man, if you want to turn to God if you want to accept Jesus as your Savior there's a link Corey at sojourner.church would you send me an email and just let me know I, I want to trust Christ as my Savior it's very easy just copy and paste that email link and send me and say I want to trust Christ I want to help you so close out this message I want us to worship one more time Father Thank you that you are our living hope. In Jesus' name.